0: Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by Hallie Pinault, Vice President of Product Marketing at Podium. Okay, everybody, welcome to the program. Alex Tiersch. This is Medical Spa Insider, and on the AmSpa hotline today, we have Hallie Pineau. I want to make sure I get that right. Hallie Pineau, VP of Product Marketing at Podium. Um, which is a uh, a very large up and coming, not up and coming, you guys are already here, um, but a big company that has uh, made a splash in the med spa space. And we're here to talk about all things marketing, consumer research, all kinds of good stuff. Hallie, how are you?
1: I'm great, Alex. Thanks for having me here today. I'm very excited to join you.
0: Of course. No, it's, uh, it's good to have you. Um, so, First of all, I mean, po- I was reading a little bit about Podium, um, and, and I, I, of course, we've all heard of, uh, many, most of us have heard of Podium, um, but you're a really big company. I saw. Um, you know, valuation north of three billion, a hundred million in annual revenue, just crazy, crazy numbers. Doing all of this, this marketing and and reviews and texting. Um, I, I would love to know a little bit about how you kind of transitioned into medical aesthetics because you know I know you're in so many different industries. What's the what's the lay of the land there? How did you get into medical aesthetics and medical spas of all things?
1: I mean, I think it comes down to our company mission, which is really uh, transforming the way local businesses can go to market. Um, I've been with the company now for a year, but I think if I really reflect on everyone here at Podium, we all have these stories of how the local businesses um, that we grew up with, the folks that maybe were in our families, um, have really given us this really sort of empowered mission. Uh, mm-hmm. We really feel intimately that we have something important to do here. And, you know, medical spas are really a huge part of that. Um, and I, I love to kind of point to our founder and his sort of experience yeah. and, and how why he started the company. Yeah. Um, Eric Rea, his dad owned a tire shop and, you know, he went into kind of online business for a little while and realized, hey, wait a minute. I have so many tools to run this online business um, where he was selling cell phone cases, right mm-hmm. on a, a Shopify kind of platform. He's he thought to himself, I have so many tools to support how I'm doing this, to make me more efficient, to help me market better. And my dad, who's running this multi million dollar business locally yeah. and supporting a ton of employees, just doesn't have a tool set like this. Yeah. Doesn't have the ability to rely on technology to do the thing he loves in the way that he should be able to. And that's really the founding mission. Yeah that brought Podium into existence okay. and has brought a lot of people like me, you know, kind of into the fold and along for the ride, because like him, I grew up the child of an entrepreneur, the yeah. grandchild of entrepreneurs. Um, local business is such an, an important part, a critical part. It really is the backbone yeah. of the economy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we all feel that really acutely. We want to really level the playing field for these businesses uh, on multiple fronts, I mean, to really help them do more of what they love doing by, you know, helping them really effectively market with digital tools to kind of catch customers where they are, because we all know the customers changed quite a bit in the past, call it decade or two, but yeah. especially post-pandemic, right? Definitely. Um, Definitely. Centralize those communications that they have with their customers, because I think we're all, if we're kind of leaning into where our customers are, then we get those natural inefficiencies of, I have to message you on Facebook and then also yeah. through chat. And then yeah. also, you know, you, and it compounds, right? It gets really complicated yeah. for folks, you know, in the spa industry who we talk, we talk to every day, you know, you have, to be in all these places and it becomes very inefficient without the ability to centralize yeah. it. Yes. Um, and then also help people kind of help these businesses take payments yeah. in ways that have evolved really rapidly yeah. alongside the communication changes. Um, you know, and what we've seen is that there are a lot of consumers who really, really feel like our mission resonates with them as well. We found in some research that I think you and I will talk about later yeah. in this conversation that about nine out of ten consumers say they go out of their way to do business locally.
0: Okay. That is Interesting. to say,
1: you know, not working with like big box or, you yeah. know, big kind of corporate entities. They want to work with local businesses. And I think our mission really comes down to how do we make it feel like they're not going out of their way at all. Cause yeah. they kind of want to do this already. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so want to do this I,
0: I do want to get, I want to get into that, that research. I think that's, I I'm fascinated by, by, by data and research. And I always, I always, I kind of geek out on that stuff before we do that. though, I'm curious, like, um, so I know Podium had, you know, provides all of these tools for for small local businesses so that they can they can, you know, communicate, reach out, accept payments, things like that. Um how did it like what was was there like a basic tool set that the the company started with? I mean, did it start with texting and point of sales or or, or was it kind of everything? I mean, what was the what was the start?
1: Yeah, the flagship product for us for the first couple of years yeah. of our existence was reviews, reputation management, reviews, right. which I think is really relevant to your audience. Oh, huge, I mean, huge. that is absolutely the way that people find spas. It's how they find uh, really anyone in the beauty, health, wellness industry. It's either by word of mouth through friends or yeah. word of mouth through the internet. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's where we started, and what we found was, as you start to kind of embark on that journey you need to start delivering really great experiences to your customers to really keep that sort of virtuous cycle going. You know, the best way to get a good review is to give a good experience. Yeah. And so we wanted to kind of build into that by having more and more ways to centralize the communication to make sure that no conversation was lost, to make sure that people were getting responses quickly through the website, through text, through whatever way that they wanted to reach out, and then you know naturally adding payments, adding text marketing. These were natural adjacencies to building on that vision of giving our customers customer an excellent experience that feels you know five star world class.
0: Yeah, that's so. And first of all, that, that's amazing. And the 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 growth that you all have experienced it must have been it must have been a crazy. Crazy time to be at a company like that. That's growing so fast. Um, there's so much going on. Um, it's 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 literally like the the numbers you guys are throwing out. Our our industry is still, you know, pretty small comparatively. Um, but what? What's, just tell me what what's the last year been like with all this growth and and and, and publicity. And I know you know there was the, I know there was like a funding round and you were in the news. And and what's it been like?
1: It has been lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I know that phrase gets thrown around a lot, but I think it really points back to just how much our mission resonates today yeah. with consumers and with businesses who all feel like, man, I am Amazoned out. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. really want to support and work with local businesses, and I want that to be easy. Yeah, And for us, I mean, that's really culminated in in the past year, doubling the number of folks that are here. When I started a year ago, um, you know, there were half as many people here. Uh, we've crossed the hundred thousand customer mark, Wow, which is really amazing. Yeah. We're working with so many different kinds of businesses, so yes. many different kinds of customers. Um, all of whom are these local in-person businesses that are really trying to innovate the way that they deliver for their customers. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, and we've also introduced a lot of additional functionality, a lot of additional capability for our customers. So again, things like text marketing, yeah. things like card readers, um, that again, are really geared toward creating this amazing seamless journey for our customer's customer. Yeah. Um, so that again, they look and feel like the biggest companies you can imagine yeah. who have outset set consumer expectations around like, what does Amazon feel like? Right. Um, it's awesome to watch spas uh, salons, retailers, I mean, you name it really yeah. step in and be able to look and feel that way. Yeah. That's overnight.
0: awesome. No, yeah. It's, and what's, what, what I think is, is, is interesting about, so the, the medical aesthetic and medical spa industry is what I think is, is cool and relates to what you guys are, are doing is there aren't a lot of big, but bo- there are really no big box retailers, like right? There's no kind of, it's all mom and pop, small local businesses. Um, and there's also a, a lot of folks who need, um, business help and need those tools. So if you're, if, 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 if I'm a, you know, a medical spa or or any kind of a small business really, um, the is, is, is the main offering you guys are still doing reviews or would you be selling on more of the text marketing, responding and things like that? What's kind of the, you know, what could a, a, medical spa expect to, to get by plugging into the podium, the podium, podium. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'll I'll take a step back here and just say that I think regardless of whether or not you have an Amazon that's competing with you in the corner, what we see with the local businesses that we work with, the mom and pop, you know, medical and aesthetic spas that you're talking about here, um, is that they're dealing with consumers at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. And
1: especially post pandemic, the consumer has really, really changed. They really want to have a very easy experience. They want to be able to just Whip off a text, get reminders by text, all those things. So to answer your question, our platform is really designed around making everything sort of centralized around this idea of one conversation through text both for the business Mm -hmm. and for the business's customer. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of value in that Mm -hmm. for the spas that we work with. And it's why we have such a growing contingent of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we've seen is that they're some of our most innovative customers Mm -hmm. because they really do understand that that's how their customer does business. I mean, there's a lot more, I think, maybe face-to-face, literal, like, very intimate relationships that happen in this industry. Right. Yeah. And so there's a lot more understanding of how that customer kind of behaves maybe more so than you'll see in some, like, for instance, we deal in automotive, we deal in, um, we deal in retail. Um, you know, also intimate industries, but maybe not to this degree. And so there's an understanding of like my customers on her phone, the whole, or his phone, like half the time that they're with me. Yeah. It's the same (laughs) with us. Of course I'm going to reach them this way.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, and you're right. I mean, customers are our customers. Right. And I think, one of the things that we're always teaching when we do our, we do, you know, medical spa business boot camps. And what we're telling yeah. people is you have to treat your business more like a retail customer based business than a, than a doctor's office, because doctors are typically not very good at the customer communication part of things. Um, so I think it really fits in well. I mean, I think people need this type of. Uh, centralization. And what's the reaction? I mean, so I I know that getting into medical spas is is relatively new for for you guys um, in light of how long you've been around. What's the reaction been so far? What's the, how have people been, been reacting as far as you know, to, to, to what you guys are doing just, just in medical spas. And then also generally, are people pretty, pretty fired up about it?
1: People are really fired up about it. I mentioned a moment ago that the space is one where we see some of our most innovative customers some of our most innovative folks that we work with, um, in part because they get that sort of notion, that kernel of I want to be able to text with my customer yeah. and send review invitations to my customer via text. But they also get right away, oh, well, I'm already doing maybe payments through things like Venmo or doing payments through mm-hmm. these sort of inter- these applications, things like Square. Why don't I just bring that into the conversation? Mm-hmm. We see that as such a sort of natural thing that that is Easily centralized in this mm-hmm. industry, and then to add to that, I mentioned a moment ago we recently introduced text marketing yep. as part of our uh, list of abilities and, and capabilities, um, and it's caught on like gangbusters um, yes. in in this industry yeah. in in spas. Um, I think because in this space there's already a real appetite for marketing. Yep. I know you probably teach this to your, your customers and the folks you work with that you really have to be innovative to market yeah, in this space. you
0: do, um, absolutely.
1: And this is a really new greenfield opportunity. And look, I, I, I don't wanna to get too far into the data here, but we know that text gets a 98% same day open rate. Yeah. There's urgency to it in a way that isn't present for things like email, it's yeah. more effective. Yeah. And particularly with offerings like you see in the spa industry, Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe you want to be able to book some things yeah. really easily. Yeah. Maybe you have a special to offer. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen some of the most significant uptake on that new product in this industry and some of the best success stories, folks who are driving, you know, $25,000 worth of like same yeah. day samples on a single campaign. No, that's exactly
0: um, what I was thinking. I mean, there's a lot of folks who, who do, who, who do things like we have openings today kind of come in and so it's just a way yeah. to text out to folks. Um, so you can get people to come in. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean we we hold up a lot of our spa customers as the marquee like gold standard
0: mm-hmm. for
1: innovative marketing with text. They're really thoughtful exactly in the way you're you're describing here where it's like, well, shoot, I have a I have a, I have a booking that, yeah. you know, canceled today. I got to yeah. get somebody in here. Send it out. Yeah. Get someone in. Um, you know, I have I have a new product. Yeah. that I need to make sure folks are aware of. I have an event that I'm doing where I want to draw out, you know. We see so many really thoughtful and creative applications of text marketing in this space that it, when we publish, you know, use cases, templates, all that, we're constantly looking at what our spa customers are doing and saying, oh, that's really clever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's awesome. So, I, so l- let's talk a little bit about um, research and data because I, you said you had several hundred thousand customers right each one of them has you know however many customers themselves so the the amount of research and data that you guys get i must be must be tremendous so one of your biggest assets is your consumer research and um and i i would love to like what's what's one of the things like give me kind of a high level two or three tidbits that you that you think we'd find interesting from some of the stuff that you've learned recently
1: yeah, no, thank you. I mean, we're really, really proud of the research that we've been able to do. And we do research with both consumers and then also with local businesses. Okay. So one Good. of the pieces I'll point out here that we just recently published two weeks ago um, is our annual state of local business report. Okay. And this particular report that we published, which is free on our website, if folks want to check it out, um, is an aggregate of over 1,300 consumers and a survey response. We worked with SurveyMonkey to do that, as well as over 900 local businesses. And the point of this research was really to kind of look at uh, what is this new, new normal? I mean, forgive the cliche, but really, you know, last year when we published this, it was pretty obvious that we needed to delve into Hey, the pandemic has obviously upset the apple cart here quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, what is that looking like in the moment? Feet on the street. Yeah. This year was really okay. The dust is maybe starting to settle in some ways. Yeah. And we're seeing some trends yeah. come out of this. Yeah. About that's amazing. What's changed and will probably be changed forever. Yeah. So, a couple of things that I think are really interesting here that I'll just kind of uh, talk about, and then we can delve into any of these that are interesting. Um, The first is, and this is a big one, um, we asked a very simple question, uh, how positive are people feeling Mm -hmm. from a business perspective about their businesses next year? Mm -hmm. And what we saw is the vast majority are really positive about 2022, which I think is a really great place to sort of start with research, right? Knowing that over 85% of local business owners and employees are feeling really great in spite of all the challenges about what next year is going to be like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. And that's a great sign. I mean, that's a great sign. Yeah.
1: I I was, I was really happy to see that. I can't say I'm terribly surprised because I spend a lot of time with these folks. So I, I, I hear the sort of ebullience that they have um, about the work that they're doing, but it's still really great to quantify that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if you. I mean, so, so two thousand. So, so, so people are confident that next year is going to be a good year. Um, Things are going to get back, you know, again, Normal, whatever that means now, yeah um, I think there was just just a, a position I think JP Morgan Chase came out just today and said that they thought twenty two was going to be back to normal, whatever that means so that's that that confirms that so that's awesome what, what, what else did what else did you find
1: yeah so this is this is a really interesting one, and I think it's really interesting specifically for your audience for you know folks in the spa industry um, ease of doing business. Is really going to be key in 22. Hmm, Okay. If you think about consumers and how they've changed, Mm -hmm. and they have changed, what we saw is that 92% of local businesses said, Yeah, my consumers changed. Yeah. And of those folks, about half of the consumers we surveyed were like, Yeah, I've changed. And by the way, I've changed permanently. Like this is a forever thing. And I think that's probably actually understating it quite a bit. I think you're right. You have to really think then, well, you've changed, how? And Particularly around the notion of experience, because that's how uh, med spas compete—is yeah. on the experience that they're yeah. offering, right? That's really so you exactly really right. have to drill down on what does that look like yeah. coming out of this. How yeah. is those? How have those expectations of a great experience? Because great experience can mean a lot of things. How has that materially changed? Yeah, and ease of doing business is where consumers really have hunkered down on like, when you ask me what a great experience is, it's one that it's easy to sort of conduct business around. Yeah. Um, to put a little bit more kind of meat on the bone there, um, 60% of consumers told us that it was the top reason that they repeat their business with a local business. Was, was ease
0: of doing business.
1: Okay. Ease of doing business. Okay, And that's, by the way, I mean, top tied with price like sixty yeah. percent, both. I mean, if you think about, like, yeah, this thing was expensive. That's probably where a lot of people's mind goes is, yeah. it goes is price. But actually, ease of doing business is right and, there. And,
0: and what does, when you say ease of doing business? Are you are you talking more about location, in and out, ease of accessibility, or is it you know technology? Is it getting be able to do you know FaceTime consults? I mean, what what does that mean if if, if you know?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. So we did actually unpack that a little bit. We were like, okay, all right, what is he doing business in 2022? What do you want to see post-pandemic that's going to stick around? Um, And in our report, what we saw was that consumers want and expect a lot of those pandemic-friendly sort of conveniences that were put in place. They want to see those things stick. Yeah. So. Communications, transactions—really specifically—they mm-hmm. want to see digital-friendly communications, mm-hmm. like being able to text uh, reminders, communications, yeah. uh, things, those kinds of. Th- they want those things to stick. They also want to see contact-free payments stick yeah. around. Yeah, you know, I think I think it was a real accelerant for a lot of businesses to get out of the cash game, yeah, and even get out of the credit card game, yeah. And we did another piece of research earlier this year that showed that. One out of every four consumers at this point will just walk away if you can't take the payments they want to see in the way they want to see them taken. I just did that
0: yesterday. Honestly, on my phone, someone I, I, it was asking me to enter in my credit card information. I'm like, "Eh, I don't have time for that. That's like 30 seconds. (laughs) If I can't do it with my thumbprint, I'm not going to do it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, you pick up you pick up your phone and you want to hear that really like satisfying butding. Yeah. Like, okay, exactly yeah, right. I paid with my with my Apple wallet or I paid yeah. with my American Express on the go, right? That's right. that's
0: exactly right. It's
1: spot on. So people people will walk away at this point. But mm, again, yeah. that's something that we saw kind of doubled down on in the sort of definition of ease of doing business is I want to be able to pay the way I want to pay. Oh, which yep. I mean, yeah, as you said, is oftentimes without anything in my hand at all. Yeah. And you know, to add to that. Uh, for folks, especially in the more retail space, but maybe relevant here as well, easy pickup, easy delivery. I mean, these are things that people yeah. are just like, man, that was a game changer for yeah. me. But those are kind of the top three areas, definitionally. Okay. okay. And okay. yeah, it was really interesting to see that sort of ease of doing business uh, come forward in a way where, you know, a year, yeah. two years ago, if we'd asked that question, it probably would have been price, right? Yeah.
0: That's, yeah, that's or, what I'm right. yeah. or, or Or like, you know customer experience and interaction with the people i mean i you, you, we've seen that in in medical Well, i mean we've had um, a huge uptick in the number of uh, virtual consultations that are done right so people are doing they're doing everything remotely so that the time on site is much less and i mean I think that fits right into it. I mean, and, 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 and having I just actually had a doctor's appointment and I think it was a they sent me a text reminder and I was like, this is great. Cause I would have totally forgotten. So I think all of that stuff is, is, is really going to stick. And, and, um, I, I think it's very interesting and it's, it's, it's astute that you guys are doing that, that, that research. Is, is there anything else? What, what something juicy, Any, anything juicy? Cause I haven't read it.
1: Uh, something juicy. Um, you know, I talked a little bit a moment ago about, uh, just consumers really feeling like, okay this is the backbone of my local economy. This is actually something I care a lot about. So nine out of 10 of them told us they go out of their way to do business locally. Seven out of 10 of them frequent a local business once a week or more. So there's a real kind of doubling down that's happening there. Um, And so to the point of something juicy, this was actually really interesting. What we found is that uh, three out of four consumers are more likely to spend money with a local business if that business is actually showing their sort of place in the community by investing in community issues, charitable causes, that sort of thing.
0: That's interesting. Um, interesting, yeah.
1: because I know that many of the folks in the space are doing that. Yeah. But maybe there's a question of, is that effective?
0: Yeah. And
1: the reality is that consumers really look for those things. They're really excited to yeah. see mom and pop playing that role in the community that they naturally do.
0: I love that. That's and, and one of the we did our own. This was a couple of years ago, and and some of the the top med spas, um, all of them said that the one of the ways that they get patients is community involvement, and they're they're involved in their community. So you said three out of four. Uh, that's out of four
1: consumers. They look yeah. for that. They're excited about that. And what we saw is that about seventy percent of local businesses surveyed are actively doing that. Yeah. So it definitely checks out with what you saw.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it is—it's tough to quantify. Yeah. So it's really, really heartening to see consumers say, "Not only do I care about this, but coming out of the pandemic, um, I'm more attuned to my local community, maybe than I used to be."
0: Yeah, well, I, you know what I feel like, and this—this this is just anecdotal from, from from you know my experience, but I feel like you know seeing you know, a number of businesses shut down and struggle. It's like people are, you know, people kind of have some ownership. They want, they want people to succeed and, and small businesses are doing, are, 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 are growing and and people want that. And I think that's, what's great about our industry is there's so many of them. There's, it's, you almost by nature are, are a small business, um, just by starting a med spa, Cause there are, there are no big competitors. There are no nationwide brands that many, I should say there's a few, but, um, that's awesome. Um, so um, what's what's next for podium? Oh, world well, domination, um, international. Uh, you're gonna like planet you're gonna colonize Mars next, I think or something <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> I don't know that Mars colonization is on our 2022 <laughs> plan, but don't rule it out. No, uh, look we are really growing our presence right now in Australia. We're really, really doubled down right now on our focus on small businesses on local businesses with an in-person presence and doing everything that we can to make it even easier for them to be more efficient, more effective, Mm -hmm. um, better marketing, better communications, and ultimately deliver an amazing experience for their own customers. And I think for us, that guides everything that we're doing from an innovation perspective. We have a really ambitious uh, set of things that we'll be trying to to further innovate on next year. we're learning constantly from the customers that we have and the various industries that we support um, to really kind of build out a roadmap that accelerates all of those things. Uh, In addition to that, you know, continuing to invest in content and capabilities that make it even easier for these businesses to, learn what great looks like learn from each other yeah um you know read about case studies with other med spas for instance yeah um so next year is a really big year for us to really kind of double down on things like content in our digital presence as yeah. well to make sure that these businesses feel fully supported not just by our product right um but by how well we're sort of helping them see what one another are yeah. doing
0: what yeah. uh, you know i'm, I'm curious because um you know, everybody texts, uh, obviously, with, with, with one another. And we're starting to see more and more of the, you know, the 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 B2C texting and the, and the ads and the marketing they're texting. Are there – do you have any – like for med spas that are maybe looking to get into the texting game for, for marketing – are, are there I mean, are there some some kind of core principles or rules they should be thinking about before they before they do this? And you think about your researching content and, and comparing, like, what are some of the best the best businesses do when it comes to texting?
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. I mean, this is going to seem really, really basic, yeah. But respond quickly,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's respond true. Respond
1: quickly. No, I mean it's it's basic, but it's true, right? Yeah. I mean, what we see in our internal data from you know our most successful customers is response time matters. Okay. So really okay. thinking through what your service level agreement is, even if it's just you, your agreement with yourself. You know, how quickly you respond to your customers really matters. Keeping it as close to under 15 minutes as you possibly can, right? Um, And the trick to that, and I may be a bit biased in saying so, but I think having a centralized platform that allows you to do that is really an important step for a lot of businesses, especially if you're dealing with, again, multiple channels. We talked about Facebook messaging, Google messaging, Mm -hmm. texting your website. Like there's a thousand different places that could be coming in Mm -hmm. and keeping that response time kind of low is critical and it's also really hard to manage if you're trying to do yes. it in a thousand different windows that are open.
0: Well, it so is. Hard,
1: but yeah, yeah. Um, I think the other thing that's really important here is, you know, figuring out like your f- frequently asked questions, leveraging mm-hmm. things like templates. We see being really effective here because mm-hmm. I'm probably not telling anyone who's listening something that they don't know, but there's probably 10 questions that you get every day, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Um, and being able to sort of find ways to make yourself more efficient, especially, I mean, look, I think everybody's kind of dealing with the same challenges around staffing, hiring Mm -hmm. right now. It's, it's tough. Mm -hmm. Um, This text can actually be a way to be much more efficient than you are on the phone if you're leveraging these kinds of things. Yeah. So um, that's another observation that we've made with folks who work with patients is, you know, once they, once they get into the habit, this actually saves them a tremendous amount of phone time. Um, and then there's the delineation between, okay, I'm texting with my customers to help them schedule appointments, to help them, you know, find out if my services or what they're looking for. There's also text as a marketing tool.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's a lot of really great best practices there. Um, for instance, I mean, you have to kind of make sure that you're following the rules and regulations, but once you have people opted in, yeah. um, there's a huge advantage for local businesses with text mm-hmm. as a marketing tool. Huge Uh, what we found in some research we did earlier this year is that consumers are almost twice as likely to want to opt in to hear from their local mom and pop businesses. Mm -hmm. That's not surprising. Again, we go back to that notion of intimacy, right? Yeah. You have that relationship. You want to hear from these service providers and folks that you work with every day, people that you've spent very, you know, one-to-one time with, um, hearing from them on a marketing channel is something that's really natural. Right. Uh, Businesses that do best with text as a marketing channel lean into that. Mm -hmm. They say, hey, it's Jen from Pro Spa, you know, down the street. Uh, We have an opening, you know, saying your name in the message makes people twice as likely to respond. Really? (laughs) Surprising, but yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Being really thoughtful about what it is people want to hear from you about. Um, What we see is that it's not surprising like, Coupons, promos—that's the number one thing. Mm-hmm. But number two, loyalty programs. Number three, um, back in stock notifications, or mm-hmm. uh, in this case, open appointment slots yeah. where there's urgency. Yeah. Um, these are some of the pro tips that you kind of pick up as you're as you're doing this. Yeah. Uh, another thing that works really well is uh, leveraging what you know about your customer, your patient, mm-hmm. to really again establish that intimacy um, using their name. Right, referring to things they've bought in the past from you, um,
0: yeah. or
1: services that they've they've had with you in the past. Um, these are things that, when you can show that level of familiarity, folks are much more likely to take you up on marketing offers.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you you mentioned earlier. I think you said not, it was ninety some percent of texts get first day open and read. Is that, is that what you said?
1: Yeah ninety ninety eight percent are opened on the day that they're sent
0: wow that's that's
1: crazy, crazy. Isn't that, it? Is,
0: that is crazy um what um wh- wh- when people like plug into to podium did, did is it this is the kind of thing where a lot of it becomes like automated i mean are you able to, to kind of automate some things and then what kind of data and reporting do you get around some of this stuff so that they know because that's one thing that i'm like i'm always geeking out on is like yeah. I, I like the data and the, the numbers it just it, they don't lie right so what does that look like
1: yeah yeah so you absolutely can automate these things um, and look I, I I don't want to say too much about my background here, but I will say I spent a lot of time in email marketing yeah. <laughs> a lot of to the point where I was an email marketer myself for a while. Um, and I remember back in the day I mean like a 20% open rate was like killer. Yeah. you were like, oh man, yeah. I, I have really nailed it today
0: yeah 90, 98 <laughs> is insane. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So so it's it's one of those things where um, if you compare these channels, it's 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 really, really clear how effective this is. And you can automate things again in Podium through, um, for instance, when somebody signs up for something, you know, you have like kind of the, the amount of time that you would mm-hmm. send something or something happens in the system. So for instance, you know, somebody completes a task and then you send a review invite for them because they've had an experience with you. So again, these are kind of some of those economies of scale that we talked about at the very beginning here where um, local businesses need every efficiency tool they can get. And this is especially true in the spa industry where you may have just a few folks and everybody's wearing multiple hats, right? Um, So yeah, automations, templates, all those things are really, really critical here. Um, but looking specifically at the data on yeah. the other side of that, to answer the other part of your question, you know, you're sending these campaigns yeah. and maybe you're sending them out to a bunch of people. Maybe you're sending them out to a targeted audience of folks who came in last month. Cause I know they might want to come in again this month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> right?
1: right. Um, those things are possible for you to do. It's also possible for you to look at things like, uh, click through rate. Okay. I, we didn't yeah. talk about this a second ago when you said yeah. what are some tips, but you absolutely want to have some kind of link for yeah. people when yeah. you send out something so that you have, have a trackable right. uh, place for people to sort of show their intent, right. click through. Um, so what we see is that click through rates mm-hmm. are really, really good for medical spas. Um, you know, this is a spot where even if you're sending you know, professional information content, yeah. you, know, if you have a blog, something like that. That can be really effective. Um, So you can track that. Um, You can also track, you know, unsubscribes are important to track to see, you know, you're kind of keeping it below that 5% threshold. um, And people are copacetic. Look, there are always going to be people who... um, opt out yeah that's just the nature of marketing yeah but you want to keep it under that sort of five yeah. percent threshold what we see again in the space is that opt-out rates tend to be quite low because of the intimacy that folks have with their yeah. patients and customers right yeah you know
0: i i um, actually had that question because like what about the like the the, the fatigue of the customer because like there was you know cold calling, right? That phone rings and, you know, someone, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's some sort of, you know, company trying to, to sell you something. Now it's emails. Everyone's getting emails. We're starting to see in, in text. Is there, um, how do we avoid that moving forward with, with texting? Cause you know, I, I like it. I always like getting, Honestly, am sorry, I like getting texts, like getting text reminders, but I am starting to see, I'm getting quite a few texts that are just kind of nonsense that I'm like, ah, delete, delete.
1: Well, I'll ask you this. Um, are those typically from folks that you've opted in to hear from?
0: No, of course not. That's exactly. the problem, right? <laughs> That's I mean, right.
1: That kind of goes, it kind of goes back to that point around, you have to follow the rules and regulations. I yeah. mean, here in the United States, we have the TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. Um, I'm not by the way, a lawyer. So I won't really unpack this one too much here, but it's important to manage to those expectations. Um, a lot of consumers, right. by the way, and some of the research we've done have indicated that that is a huge problem for them. I think it was 62% yeah. have said that they and I think that feels low, because goodness knows I feel like I get one every day. Yeah, Like, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's really important that you're talking to people who wanna hear from you. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of step one. Right,
0: right, right. Um, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, but beyond that, once folks have opted in, we actually have seen that 66% of consumers say that they're comfortable hearing from businesses that they've opted in to hear from once a week or more. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it really hinges on do you have permission?
0: Yes. Because once
1: you have permission, the only barrier you need to clear at that point is whether or not something's relevant to somebody.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's that interesting. By,
1: yeah. That's, that goes back to some of what we were talking about a second ago. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, um we we are coming up on or actually in the holidays, I guess. Thanksgiving's when they start. So I'm not sure when this will be published and when you folks will be listening to it, but um holiday marketing is something that everybody does. Um you know, we do a lot of it and, and I'm always, you know, I don't know. It's, I like it, but at the same time, you know, like everything, it's like, you seem to get a lot of it. Um, you, you, you all recently did a, a holiday marketing guide, I, I believe. And, and what's your approach? What is, what does podium say about doing holiday marketing, whether it's text campaigns or otherwise?
1: Well, yeah, we did just publish. Um, and by the way, if folks want to check it out, it's at podium.com okay. slash holiday marketing. Okay. Um, I hate that I have to put the dash in there, but there we are. <laughs> <laughs> so if folks want to check that out, they're, they're welcome to do so. I, I, want to, I want to just acknowledge something for, for med spas, though, about the holidays this year. Yeah. Uh, a lot of retailers, especially, are dealing mm-hmm. with shortages. Mm-hmm. And this is actually something that the spa that I frequent pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, experiences... Are still available, and this is maybe the best year ever in some ways mm-hmm. for folks in this space. Yeah, I don't know if you're hearing the same. Uh,
0: no, you know what? I didn't actually. Th- I I haven't. Um, but it makes sense now that I think about it because you're right. Like the service experiences, that I, I think you're right. Like there's there's not a shortage of that. I think that's a really good point.
1: Um, I, it's possible that. The, uh, the woman that I work with is just particularly uh you know,
0: entrepreneurial,
1: (laughs) let's say. Um, But I I will say, like, it made a lot of sense to me. And that was a part of why I was so Mm -hmm. excited to chat with you at this time of the year, because I thought, well, let's talk about holiday marketing, because this might be a killer year. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so we published this guide. um, And it has a lot of templates, a lot of best practices. We have a full kind of readout of how to use text marketing most effectively with a lot of the tips that you and I talked about here. as well as, um, you know, some that we didn't talk about, um, you know, like using your name, identify your customer by name, using past purchase behavior, potentially to guide some of the things that you might be promoting, um, as well as, you know, thinking through ways to sort of test your messages quickly to get a better sense fast for what your audience and your patients are very responsive to, because if this is new to you, you have to kind of learn the ropes pretty fast. Right. Yeah. so it's, it's a really useful thing. We've been getting a lot of really good feedback on it, but, um, you know, it's interesting to think about text and the fact that consumers prefer it yeah. so much more than email. It's much more likely to get bites. And as we're getting kind of close up here on the holidays, um, it's much more likely to be super duper effective for yeah. people, um, when they're trying to stuff stockings or, uh, Maybe plan Valentine's Day. If we're yeah. if we're thinking about this in the future, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and dealing with the fact that perhaps some of the things that we normally go to are not in stock.
0: Yes, I think um, I think that's a, a, a again a, a really good really good point. Um, and so when it comes to holiday text campaigns, I mean, I, I, there, there, there's got to be one of the things that I would be worried about is, is kind of sounding and coming across the same as everyone else. Um, you know, you, you get, whether it's, um, you know, over the holidays or birthday, you know, you get, you get texts and emails from people saying happy birthday and that's great. How do you stand out? Um, are, are, are there any tips for standing out from the masses when you're sending these things out? And I, I like, I, I like the using your name. I think that's, that's key. I think that's a, a great point. I think folks, um, you know, if they learned anything from that, just that by itself, I think is going to be huge, but is there anything else you can think of? I, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm, but I'm curious. Um,
1: you know, what's really funny. Techs perform better with emojis when you're marketing. Really. Uh, yeah. So, so, so it makes so, you
0: think like that you're talking to somebody probably. Yeah. As so food, to like, for okay. food for
1: thought. Food for thought. That's another area. I mean, certainly images, GIFs, yeah. things like that, depending okay. on your audience, okay.
0: um,
1: can be really effective. Yeah. Um, particularly, I mean, I think in this industry, you're dealing with professionals who often have really beautiful facilities. Yeah. Um, who you know may want to wish their customers a happy holiday season with photos of their their team mm-hmm. um, you know I, I also think generally speaking in this industry there's a real emphasis on effective branding
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so naturally with that comes a tone of voice a way that you mm-hmm. communicate that carries over into this 160 character format really effectively so I guess my macro advice here is, Don't lose the things that were effective for you as a brand Mm -hmm. and effective for you in conveying who your team is or who you are um, just because it's a shortened format for marketing. Lean into those things. You have a really good sense for what your customers, your patients are most likely to respond to. Mm -hmm. What's great about text is, I mean, look, there's no such thing as instant gratification in marketing, but 95 or not, sorry, 97, 98% open rates in the same day is about as close as you're going to get. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you're sending something out to a select group of folks or you're sending something out to your audience more broadly, you're going to learn really quickly. Yeah. You're going to learn really quickly from that much faster than you would from email or some of the other things. Yeah. But again, it kind of goes back to make sure you have permission uh, and make sure you're sending things that are relevant. And if you've kind of crossed those two bars, um, be who you are. Reflect yeah. your brand and you'll stand out.
0: I need to work on my emoji game. I'm telling you, my, my, my emoji <laughs> game is not solid. Um, it's, <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, you, so you guys must have like in some secret locked up room, there must be like the formula for the perfect text message. Like this many words, this type of emoji. It's like the secret files, that's that and and, and and can you share one thing about it? I'm just messing with it.
1: <laughs> the perfect text I mean like I can share one sure I can definitely share one thing about it there is no such thing as a perfect oh, text message it. <laughs> it, was... it really does depend on who you're sending it to yeah. and that's why I love being in the business of giving folks tools like this yeah. because I'll tell you one thing about local businesses they will figure that out spas yes. they will figure that out yeah. really fast
0: yeah, yeah you're right well, Hallie, this has been uh, awesome. We've been talking for almost 45 minutes already. Um, where can folks uh, reach Reach uh, Podium if they want to learn more about your services for, for med spas and w- where can we send them? Um, and let's, why don't we go ahead and give out your, like your personal cell phone number. So everyone else will start calling you and texting you. <laughs> I'm just joking.
1: <laughs> well, no, I feel like I probably have to give no. out a text number, unfortunately. Um, no, they can absolutely reach out if they just visit podium.com. Okay. It's very easy for you to just click a contact me button. We'll Good. be happy to chat with you, um, you know, and we make it super duper easy yeah. because he's doing business, right?
0: That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I know you guys are super busy. You've got so much going on, um, and congrats on—I mean, you know—everything. Seeing seeing the success that that Podiums had is 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 incredible, and I'm I'm happy that you're in our industry, and I uh, look forward to to working with you again. We'll have to have we'll have to bring you back like after the holidays and talk about summer texting strategy.
1: I will have <laughs> to think about how quickly we can get research together on that, but I look forward to
0: it, Alex. This has been really fun. Awesome, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Steersh was joined by Hallie Peneau, Vice President of Product Marketing at Podium. If you're new with us, we would love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Click it now so you can get AmSpa content
1: delivered to you each time. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.